Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully, you guys are having an amazing week when you're listening to us right now. It's February. It's already February. It's February 7th. It's February 5th. I don't know how many fucking days are in a week. This is uploaded on... This is the, oh wait, this is uploaded on Wednesday. Like I, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's we, March. We, it's March. Oh my God! See, you like letting me continue on with this. It's February thing. Clearly, I'm. I slept for a month, <laughs> and I'm barely waking up because it's March. You guys are listening to this on March third, not February. Yes. I mean, clearly, quarantine, um, COVID is affecting me because I'm still thinking it's February. But um, yeah, all that to say, um, hopefully you guys are enjoying the first week of march the rent is due hopefully you paid it and yeah um daniela how are you real quick before we start off i'm good i'm excited we have a good atlanta episode to recap that shit it's only gonna go up from here <laughs> how are exactly. you exactly i'm doing great um clearly <laughs> i'm sleeping for a month because i still think it's very but enough <laughs> about that let's just dive right in because i have a lot of shit to say so Atlanta, the episode continues on from last week where they're at dinner and they're just sitting around talking. We see that Kenya and Marla have come down from the stairs and apparently they're besties. Um, we start off with like a, not like a negative note, but Portia's like, I don't want to pray. I don't need to say grace. I'm over it. Let's just fucking go. So Cynthia prays and then she takes out her notes because apparently Candy was teaching her lots of things um, as far as sex and sexuality. Um so Cynthia basically just comes out and says, yeah, I'm a voyeur. I learned that I'm a voyeur. I like to watch uh, hot ass bitches get down and dirty. And <laughs> I definitely had to take care of myself after because you guys are just so hot. And I'm like, Cynthia, oh, <laughs> I always say it's no one's it's nobody's business what people <laughs> and their sexuality is. But I think Cynthia really gets turned on by women, specifically these ladies, um, which I don't blame her. I mean, look at them. Look at them. Yes. I mean, she's always had a hard on for candy. We all know that. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. Um, we see Drew talk about Bolo. She's basically saying, you know, thanks for a good night, but yada, yada, yada. And Latoya is quick to call her out. She's like, um, really? Aren't you like a married woman? Like, what about your marriage? And Drew is not paying her any mind. And she's like, you know what? You're a fan. Keep watching me. Like, stop being messy. It is what it is. And yeah, this is when we go into the accusation. She goes, so... um her latoya and drew are kind of just going back and forth and kenya's like oh so are are we saying that it's drew drew is the one that basically fucked bolo allegedly fucked him at six o'clock um and then they're like no, no no you're not gonna put this on me like this is not what's gonna happen this is not cute stop trying to accuse me of something i didn't do um and this is probably one of my favorite parts of the episode where drew flips it on on kenya and she's like well are you having regrets because you were busting your your legs wide open and shout out to the editors at Bravo for inserting this door creaking sound when Kenya busts her legs wide open. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are the real MVPs. Um, basically, they're all just kind of arguing at this point. And then Latoya then calls out Kenya. And she's like, well, you were doing this investigation. Why do you care so much? Why are you doing this? And one of the dumbest reasons anyone can give is because they can. Because I want to. That's why. Is that a problem? Yeah. Marlo, not helping the situation, then goes, yeah, I heard some sex noises. It was a sex party. Again, Drew and... Latoya specifically feel the need to defend themselves because they're they're shaming them. Let's just call it what it is. They're not saying, oh, they're not curious. They're basically shaming them and they're like, it wasn't a sex party. We were just having fun. You guys are doing the most right now. Like, you guys need to stop. Mm -hmm. uh, this is where Tanya, I'm sad to see her go because spoiler alert, we're not gonna get her after this after this episode. <laughs> but um, she goes, Tan uh, she goes, so Tanya's like, Kenya, maybe it was 
you're probably hearing things because you haven't gone any in a while. So you're delusional. What's going on? Kenya, you know how she is when it comes to Tanya specifically. She gets super defensive. She's like, oh God, you're not in my bed. You don't know what's happening. You need to worry about what's going on in your bed, whatever, whatever. Portia is upset. Um, apparently Kenya named Portia and it was edited out. I don't know if you follow Shami or you saw on Twitter, but apparently because mm-hmm. they keep doing this thing where it's like, who is it? Who is it? Kind of just alluding and kind of insinuating. But I guess it was edited it was edited out where she named Portia. I just want to note that. Um, and then Tanya doesn't help the situation by saying that she was in Portia's bed all night. She's like, I spent the night with her. Like, Yikes. it wasn't us, but we were together. Marlo tries to do somewhat of defending. She's like, well, if anyone fucked the stripper, it's their vagina. Let them do what they want. It is what it is. Um, exactly. Again, La- Latoya asks, why is it a problem? Kenya starts deflecting. And then Portia just gives her peace and walks away because she's over it. I know I just rambled but I wanted to get through it. What are your thoughts on this whole dinner scene, shaming, questioning, interrogating? What's up? I mean, again, all these ladies are entitled to their fun. Even the taken ones. The taken ones, yes, they got to answer to somebody. Is it to us or to their partner? I don't know. But they're all entitled to their fun. They all can't deny the fact that they were all thirsting over Bolo. That they were all having fun. Okay, not even Kenya. I think Kenya... A lot of people on Twitter, I was so disappointed to see being like, well, you guys would want to know too. Yeah, bitch, I'm a chismosa. I absolutely want to know who the fuck fucked Bolo. But see, there's a difference between you want to know because it's like you're a chismosa and you just, you need to be in the tea, but you're not doing it with the intent to shame. Like you just want to know because you're a fucking nosy bitch. I would be okay with Kenya figuring that out because that's fun. I love that. I love when people try to fucking investigate shit. I just don't like her intent behind it. You know that her intent, I'm not even putting it on the fact that it's Portia who fucked Bolo. I'm doing it on the fact that Kenya is looking to shame any of these women. Even if it was Cynthia fucking Bolo, I feel like Kenya would still be looking to shame these women for having fun. And then when she brought up the fact that Brooklyn was in the house and I was just like, you didn't have a problem with Brooklyn being on the trip when you were busting it wide open. You didn't have a problem with Brooklyn being on the trip when you asked them to bring Boho back. Okay. Exactly. It's. I think it was a deflection. I think she was fucking stupid. And to anyone like on Twitter or social media being like, you guys would want to know too. Yeah, bitch, I do want to know, but I'm not, we're not looking to shame any of these women for being sexually liberated, not even the taken ones, because they have their own fucking partners to answer to. Okay, bitch. But I think a lot of people were like, well, Portia's doing too much. I don't know why she always has to find an issue with Kenya. Shut the fuck up. Okay. The issue is the issue with Kenya is that she's always looked for an issue with anybody. Any of these ladies have all had beef with Kenya. Okay. Even Candy, even Cynthia. So I think people just do too much and they're like, people are just so fucking annoying. But that's my thoughts on that. I mean, you, and, you, you said it ugh. best. Like it comes across as shameful. And again, I'm going to throw it out there. I know it's a big accusation, but homophobic. <laughs> later on, we see that she then makes gestures. Thank you. Problematic, but we'll get into that a little bit later. But you said it best. Um, Kenya was being, I'm sorry, she was being bitchy and it's not a good look, but I guess she's used to it. Um, moving on. So we see three different sets of conversations between Ralph and Drew, Don Juan and Candy, and Cynthia and Mike. They're all just kind of basically breaking it down, explaining what happened, specifically Drew and Cynthia, because one's about to be married and one is married. So I feel like they kind of, you know, <laughs> let, let they got to let their men know what's up. 
But um, yes. Anyways, as far as Ralph is concerned, he is bothered. He is triggered. He has a hundred questions, and rightfully so. I'm sorry if I have a girlfriend yeah. and she goes on a trip and she tells me I was making a clap on him. He showed us his dick. I'm gonna be like, where was his dick? And did you like? Did you touch it? What? What's the tea? I'd be. I'd be kind of furious. But at the other, on the other side of that, as soon as Drew asked him, well, we don't know what you did in Tampa. What was up in Tampa? He started stuttering. He was like, I was at the hotel. Like, boy, you need to get your story straight because I'm all about the logic, the facts, what's real and what's not. And he is just coming off very defensive. I don't know. How did you see their conversation going on? He is king of deflection. Kenya, male Kenya over here. (laughs) <laughs> male yeah, i kenya. mean you said it best ralph um, is the male kenya and then we see don juan and candy <laughs> and people of twitter were not happy with candy because for mm. the most part she was team neutral team nobody i'm gonna defend both of you you guys are both i'm cool with both of you but then she kind of clearly chose a side don juan and her start making a joke he's like yeah i i was trying to take all the precautions you know get them tested for covid and and all that nonsense and then she tells him basically like oh allegedly somebody fucked him and he we've seen the past seasons don juan is messy i mean he's i was on that chart just as yeah. messy but he passes he, like there's a line and he runs past it like he crosses the line <laughs> but i digress they start making jokes like oh if it was tanya he definitely ooh it was Tanya time because of their Instagram handles. And then with Portia, he was like, I see it now. Social justice snatch, which I mean, you guys can be the judge of that. That's triggering. You like, you sound ignorant, but I guess do you boo. Um, He says he definitely knows Portia for real. Again, just making jokes. And when they filmed this, I remember seeing a clip of Inst- on Instagram from Portia and Candy when they started following each other again on social media. And then Don Juan was also in the video being like me and Portia are cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're cool. After this comment, after this scene, I don't know how cool you guys are going to be because that was bitchy. I mean, it was bitchy. Like, you guys are making jokes. Like, I guess yeah. your, own, your opinion is your opinion, but it was bitchy. I mean, the, the Tanya time one and the Porsche for real one, that was different. I just didn't like when he was like social justice snatch. And I was just like, do we really need to bring that up? Like, as of her having sex with the stripper has anything to do with her being interested in social justice? Like, what? Like, exactly <laughs> stupid but um and then over here on cynthia mike i think there was probably their conversation was probably the most light-hearted one specifically yeah. because mike got the water bottle and started being like oh so it's just a windshield like burp 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 and oh gosh laughing. i don't know i feel like she like this maybe this is just me being judgmental i feel like she got off easy like they were both laughing having a she time. did she didn't do anything like bad <laughs> but at the same time she was i can tell she was kind of downplaying it being like oh yeah he just showed it to me from afar and i didn't touch it it is what it was but i don't know what did you feel about their conversation she's like i didn't touch it but i did pleasure myself to the thoughts of the ladies like you, bitch, <laughs> you didn't you didn't bring anything like that up okay i oh, mean <laughs> to each your own like you said it's dangerous. i mean he probably wouldn't have an issue. I was going to say, because in that moment, they probably would have wanted a buck. But uh, <laughs> love that for them. Moving on, we then see Kenya. She's doing a photo shoot. And the fucking clownery, ironic, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Kenya is doing a photo shoot for women empowerment. These jokes write themselves. Lotoya visits <laughs> her with a cake. And Kenya is like, um, she basically explains that she's mad. Her feelings were her because... She feels like Latoya attacked her at the dinner. She's like, that dinner was a mess. It was just, it was mad. I was like, 
Yeah. Why was it a mess? Because you, because of you, you're the messy one. Like, how do you not see this? Exactly. Latoya then questions her motive. And she's like, honestly, I don't know why Kenya was doing all of this. I feel like she was trying to put people on blast and we were just trying to have a good time. And I'm glad to see this side of Latoya. You guys know I'm not a fucking fan of her. She irritates me. But the fact that she's able to stand on her own and be like, call her friend and be like, yeah, it was bitchy of her to do that. It was unnecessary. Like, I like that, you know, keep it real. Mm -hmm. Kenya then basically says that it's karma. She's like, you guys, Portia specifically was trying to diminish my feelings, trying to say that I'm a, I'm a, a bad mother. Like they don't know my parenting skills. They don't know any of that. And she's like, basically said it was karma. You know, she was the leader of the group trying to take me down and I'm trying to take her down. And then Latoya, I hate that she felt the need to apologize. But she's like, I'm sorry. Like, exactly. Right, you're my friend, but I should, I need to show more loyalty to you. And the part that had me dying, I wanted to punch the screen, was when Kenya's like, well, she's not my enemy. In her head, maybe. Um, she wants to be me. In what what planet, what universe, exactly. what dimension, does Portia want to be you? If we could break it down, I'm sure she has more coins because she has several jobs. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, you, you, not going to go too deep into the messiness, but I mean, come on. I mean, you don't have to because you're a man, but I'm a woman. I can say it. No, just, uh-huh. I think... First of all, my thoughts on that scene were she's on the cover for this woman empowerment magazine and yet she's shaming women for being sexually liberated. Okay. Um, another part, yes, I did like the side of Latoya where she was just like, yeah, Kenya in her confessional, where she's like, yeah, Kenya shouldn't have come out like, like that. But I didn't like how she just rolled over and just apologized to Kenya. And I was just like, Kenya and Kenya's face was like a satisfied, like she was just like, that's, it, that's right. You better apologize to me. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, you're you're supposed to be a friend not a dictator so like I feel like she thinks that she can do this to her friends like Cynthia and Candy and Latoya third last last point at the dinner the one at the dinner and at the whatever game night that they were gonna have when Kenya fucking abandoned them the one who had the biggest issue was Candy the one who called you out put you on blast in front of the ladies was Candy the one at the dinner where you guys just ordered appetizers and left hungry for some reason, <laughs> for some bolo dick, um, was Drew, okay? None of that was Portia. So I think to me, I'm like, the one who lives rent-free in the other person's head is Kenya. I don't know. I think they, they're very, when they're friends, I love them. But there's clear incidences where it's like, Kenya doesn't want to be Portia's friend. Kenya wants to be the leader and she wants to make sure that everybody like does what she wants yeah she's like she reminds me of jen shaw where it's like you have to do what i want exactly and it's clear that you're against me you're not in my village and you think i'm a bad mother and a bad person and a bad woman (laughs) like bitch. (laughs) yeah if we break this down it all comes down to portia i'm sorry and this is not just because i love her but she's a fan favorite if we break down the fans and who likes who kenya is not necessarily liked i mean she has her fans or whatever but Portia it's almost like you said it's the other way around Kenya wants to be Portia and I could be you know reaching I could you know that's just my opinion it is what it is but um exactly yeah back to back to the main story at hand so I didn't mention it but I don't I didn't really feel the need to say because I mean we all saw it the reason why Kenya was so upset was because Latoya was straddling Portia because they were eating each other's mouths like she was jealous I mean she goes on to say I had a I have a crush on you and you're gonna do me like that like it was very like boyfriend girlfriend girl starts laughing at this other guy's jokes start being friendly with this oh god very like 
Call me bitchy, but I was like happy. You're obsessed that, with me. Yeah, call me bitchy, but I'm <laughs> I'm happy that Kenya was sad. It's like you treat people like shit. So karma, this is your karma. I don't know. What did you think about this girl crush on? I was like, girl, shut the fuck up. That's not the reason. Because if that was the reason, then you would have gone about it completely differently. You would have told everybody like, oh, like, why would you guys uh, get at my girl Latoya when you guys know I want to get at her, blah, blah, blah. No, you didn't frame it like that. You framed it like, I think you guys are sluts for having fun when you were the one busting it wide open too, bitch. Like, <laughs> and then on what? top of that, uh, she talked about how Tanya admitted to being in Porsche's room, which like everyone's saying it didn't help her case. Um, she made it a point to be like, oh, so we knew in the past that she was your friend, but now she's your friend, friend. And then she does that V, you know, where you put your peace sign yeah. in front of your lips and you you start licking whatever. God. You guys know what I'm talking about. And this is what I mean by like, she comes across as very homophobic. Why do you feel the need to like let's say let's say they're fucking married let's say they're fucking each other why is this an issue for yeah. you why do you care that they're enjoying each other's company like what they, is wrong with you? i'm like this is coming right after you just said that you had a crush on like what on latoya like big elaine bitch like i don't i don't know her issue i'm just gonna put it out there what is her issue with tanya it's clear that last season she also had an issue with tanya because like the cookie lady came out of nowhere and oh, like God. her impersonations, her impersonations of Tanya on the, on the bus in Canada came out of nowhere. Like it was weird. Like I was just like, Tanya's just a friend of bitch. Like she's not threatening to anybody. I'm like, if you really think Tanya's a threat, then you, you must be very full of yourself because bitch like Tanya, I'm like, what? Like, you I like what? her, I'm but you, I'm like, it, how it, is Tanya? It comes down to, to insecurities. Like I think, because Portia is so so free in the way she acts, talks, and carries exactly. herself. And Tanya is more of the same way. She's kind of free-spirited, doesn't really care. Yeah, people uh, consider her quirky and nerdy, but she, I mean that doesn't face her. She's herself. And I think that's what it I think that's what bothers Kenya the most is that she doesn't care. She feels like Kenya, like Kenya feels like she has to be prim, proper, you know, the best, you know, to be liked. Meanwhile, these girls who don't yeah. give a shake and do whatever they want and people like them. And it's just, it's jealousy. It's sad. It's jealousy. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I hate to put it out there too, but it's like, they're friends with everybody. Like <laughs> you said it, like they like oh, them, God. but they're friends with like, Kenya was, she was never friends with Drew. She never tried to make a friendship with Drew. She immediately started on a negative plate. So it's like, bitch. Kenya loves to hate on uh, women who are pretty. It is what it is. Moving on. We see Drew and Portia hanging out. And I'm sorry. This is the new freaking frack that I've been dying for. This is what I live for. (laughs) I love their dynamic. I love the way they act and talk. And just, there's just a good time. You can just tell. Um, they have their little muffin and the little mimosas and they're talking about the bullshit that happened at the trip and they're both kind of like, what is happening? Like, is this what y'all do? Because Drew is new to the group and she's like, I thought we were supposed to be on mm-hmm. vacation. What is this? Portia just felt like, you know, Kenya was being bullshit, nothing new, same old, same old. Um, mm-hmm. They then talk about their relationships and kind of like cheating and trust issues I hate to say it, but it's like, why is it that the two prettiest women and, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but why is it that the two prettiest women on the show are dealing with shit men? Like, am I the only one who sees this? What are your thoughts on their situations? I mean, Dennis, I have a lot of feelings on Dennis. I, I can't stand him. I can't believe he did that to my girl, Portia. But with Drew, 
I feel like her and Ralph, their marriage is a whole other situation. Like, I'm like, girl, you're lying to him straight up on camera. Like, you obviously do not give a fuck. Like, is this how it rolls in your marriage? I mean, I think it was a lot. I was like, what? You're, you're talking about how she lied about, oh, I'm going to the grocery store? Or what are you talking no, about? No, no, that's Well, she said she had already gone to the grocery store. So she, but I was like, what's the issue with saying that I'm at Portia's house having a mimosa? Yeah, because like, on what? like apparently their what's neighbors, the like they live close by. And then on top of that, exactly, people were saying, girl, you know, he has your location. Why are you lying to him? But I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious to see how their interaction is going to be during the reunion because, as we know, reunions are super heavy. People are cry, people laugh, people get mad. Um, I'm interested to see his point of view and how he sees things. But um, moving on, quick yes. note: Can we talk about Noel pointing out Cynthia's ashy foot? Why did she feel the need? Noel is so shady, so messy. I just wanted to that quickly. Noel is oh gosh. <laughs> Do we get to drag Noel? I mean, there was a debate about there was a debate about housewife kids. So. I would <laughs> want to see a spinoff with just housewife kids. Can we get? Um, I know you don't like her, but can we get Brielle on? Um, Kim Solciak's daughter. Brielle, so people can fucking drag her. I need housewife kids, even past housewife kids. So yes, who can drink and who can turn up. So that's a I'm show like, in its own. Yes. I'm like, Love yes, that. bitch. Give me like a competition series. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. To wrap up the episode, my favorite part, call me a fucking bitch. It is what it is. I don't give a fuck. My favorite part of the episode was oh, Kenya gosh. talking to her lawyer. So we see Kenya talking to her lawyer and she's basically telling him that Mark has been sending me all these love songs. He made me this playlist. Meanwhile, the lawyer is cringing and he laughs. He straight up laughs in her face and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, but that's just, it's too much for me. Um, He's like, well, while well, you think everything is dreamland, everything is cute, everything's going great, Um, here you go. And basically Mark filed for divorce, except he lives in New York and apparently you can't file for divorce in separate states if you guys are not in the same area. I don't know how that works, but um. Not only is he filing for divorce, he then is asking for alimony. And this really sets Kenya off. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? This is a joke. This isn't real. This isn't real. <laughs> Apparently, they call it a maintenance fee. I don't fucking know. But um, Kenya then says that she's no longer going to play nice and that she needs to get on top of it. Um, final note is apparently he doesn't care about custody for Brooklyn. He said, let the court decide. And he's more concerned about the money, which a season ago, two seasons ago, he was saying, you could take it all. I don't need anything you have. Um exactly thoughts what do you do you care about Kenya and her marriage what's up I mean I was I was rooting for them and then I watched season 12 and I wasn't rooting for them I was like bitch you're really like what like what is happening right now I'm surprised that he's doing that with custody because he was so adamant about how they should raise Brooklyn that I was very confused I'm not trying to be devil's advocate but it's like I hope this is true because I mean, if she's lying, she can't be lying about legal documents on camera, bitch. Like, so I don't know. He was talking about how he's worth much more than her. So why the fuck would he want her money? But I'm like, bitch, maybe that's why she's so adamant about like trying to um, make it seem like she wasn't part of any of that bachelor shit, bachelor maybe. party shit, because she knows that that looks bad and her as a mom. But I'm like, that doesn't, you being sexually liberated doesn't make you a bad mom. So, I mean, but to each their own, I guess. I, I, mean, I was people, laughing when I mean, people were saying, you know, I, I'm sorry, but she's not a nice person. So I get joy seeing her upset. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm, I can't feel bad. Like all of season 12, when he was like, 
talking down on her. I wanted to feel bad. And then everything happened with Tanya. And I was like, I can't, I can't feel like (laughs) people are going to be like, are you not empathetic? Like, this is just a reality show. But I'm like, exactly. Like, it's just a reality show. Like, I can't feel empathy towards someone who obviously loves to play their role so well. Like, I can't. People were saying that she should have been investigating her marriage with Mark as opposed to the drama with Polo because <laughs> yes. you know, he's over here serving her. But um, that wraps up this episode. Oh, next episode, what are we? What are we gonna watch next episode? Well, we didn't. We only got a mid-season trailer. Yeah, so. we got a mid-season trailer. So, so there's that. Um, we're definitely gonna see more of Fallon, which I'm excited because she's pretty, she's rich. Love that for her. We see that there's gonna be a Halloween party. They're they're going to New Orleans. Mm. Apparently, the season finale is them doing like a secret santa type of thing and latoya and drew are gonna go at it so can't wait i'm excited Ooh, okay switching gears from my i sound like andy cohen right there i've been watching a lot of reunions because <laughs> i finally caught up on all of new jersey so i'm sounding like andy cohen switching gears you uh, do you guys mind if i switch gears do you guys mind and then all the housewives <laughs> are like i mind i mind because i need to keep going so <laughs> so switching gears we're going to my snow buddies for the very last time oh. until season two, which Luis and I were a little surprised that season two is already filming, but you know, to each their own, not every season can be a masterpiece. <laughs> Just, oh, there oh, it is. No. Um, so we start the, re- the last part of the reunion with Lisa coming back. There was like a little cliffhanger last se- last episode where it's like, is Lisa going to come back? Bitch. We know she's going to come back. The house husbands, um, this is the house husband segment where they're all there except for Heather. She doesn't have a man, poor thing. Um, But only Robert senior and Seth are not there in person. They're there virtually. And that's because Seth was, is in Ohio. Mm, Shocker. And Robert senior is probably just, you know, trying to prevent COVID and everything. He's like, bitch, I'm not going to New York. I mean, he's Um, he's old. So, T and plus I mean Mary when they were bickering she was like he's shy he's shy but I was like bitch you probably didn't want he didn't want you on the <laughs> exactly. show and he didn't want to be there so the house husband segment starts and we get a little bit of we start like Andy starts literally right off the bat Robert Sr. and Mary and of course Mary's like no he's just shy he has to like warm up to you to talk to you I'm like Mary let Andy ask the fucking question bitch so <laughs> Then he kind of, Andy asked Robert Sr. that he wants him to explain their marriage. Like, we know that Mary's grandma didn't leave it in her will. So what was the point? And Robert Sr. kind of goes, okay, like this whole granddaddy junk, like needs to go out the fucking window. Because when I married Mary's grandmother, I was only fucking 22. So I wasn't anybody's daddy. I wasn't anybody's granddaddy. So I was like, excuse me. So to me, I'm like, okay Robert senior so you see the issue you married a woman 20 years your senior who then passed you off to her 20 years younger granddaughter like oh god do we not see the issue but okay to each their own to each their own so um the real reason Robert senior was like very annoyed during this entire reunion or their entire segment was because of how Jen screamed about how Mary's a grandpa effort, how Mary says it, grandpa MFR. So Robert Sr. is just upset about that whole screaming match. And he's like, you know, I'm trying to defend my wife. And then I like that Sharif, Coach Shaw, he defended Jen, 
but he was still, I know you don't fucking like the Shaws, but I like that he defended Jen, but he was still respectful because there's always those house husbands that like try to fucking get the snowflake, the champagne glass, the fucking peach. <laughs> so it's like, I like that he defended her while still being respectful and being like, you know what? My wife was in the wrong, but she's just a passionate person, blah, blah, blah. But I still like that he apologized. I was like, Sharif, you have no reason to be apologizing. Jen's the one who needs to be apologizing, but to each their own, I guess. And he said a lot of nice things about Jen and he was asking for forgiveness on her behalf. But I'm like, homeboy, you're going to be have to, having to defend her for a lot of shit then. Yeah, I'm like, it's not just this little incident. Cannon. There's a whole bunch that you need to... Exactly. And it's, it's triggering because it's like, you're not the one who did all this. I know you love her and she's your wife, but she needs to speak exactly. up. She needs to realize what she's done wrong. Exactly. I mean, I like that Robert Sr. accepted the the apology, but I was like, again, Sharif, you're not the one. Like, You're the one who caused the problem because I, you were at the fucking <laughs> flapper party yelling that she's a grandpa MFR because I didn't remember seeing you there. And then the conversation turns to Meredith and Seth's relationship, which we know Jen again was a part of those rumors. And okay, this is where Jen, she starts crying. She's like fucking sobbing. She's like, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry for everything to everyone. And before I move on, what did you think of this sob apology, this sob story where she just kind of gave everybody an apology for, she didn't specify for what? <laughs> as we know, as you guys know, listening, I can't stand her. She's fucking irritating. Um, I'm sorry. I call bullshit. I don't, I didn't care for her apology, even though Meredith by another reunion said, mm-hmm. yeah, this is probably the most genuine apology I've gotten. I didn't care for it. And I didn't like how she was like, no, um, for, out of respect for Seth and Meredith, I'm no longer going to comment. No, bitch. You've been running your mouth all fucking season now because you're exactly. getting shit for it. Now you don't want to speak? No. And like, it, it was irritating to say the least. I mean, I saw a tweet that said, Jen, when her husband's out there, and it's that picture of the little chihuahua, like all happy. Jen, when <laughs> Coach Shaw is gone, and it's the picture of the chihuahua, like barking. And I was just like, <laughs> exactly. Because it's because the husbands are out that you're going to be demure and you're going to be like, no, I can't comment anymore. Like, I just don't wish to. But when they're gone, it's like, you fucking bitch. Like, you're the one who, it's like, shut the fuck up. Bleep, 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 you know? <laughs> so again, she apologizes to Robert Sr. And he's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, Robert Sr., I know we gave you a lot of shit this season, but it's like, you're honestly being as gracious as you can be. And if that doesn't say anything about you and Mary, even though we throw shit at you guys all the time. <laughs> yeah, if anyone had to be mad, if anyone means. had the option or like should be mad, it, it should have been him. If I was him, I would have gone off and like, no, bitch, no. But that's because I'm a horrible person. Exactly. I think I liked when Mary said, like, um, I think when you get upset, you're really sorry for it because you're a fighter, but you don't want to burn a bridge with every single person here when your own fight is with Jen. And I was like, ooh, ooh. Did, Mary, Words of like, wisdom, bitch. did Mary go to school? Does she have a degree in psychology? Like Mary is like as much as like just like her ooh. husband that we shit on them she came with a lot of jewels like words of wisdom she was spitting facts at everyone and i was like mary Mm -hmm. you just secured even though we didn't have any doubt you just secured a snowflake because she was (laughs) spitting facts i love her thank you i was like mary i'm telling you mary came into this reunion with absolutely no like prejudice against anybody like she didn't watch the fucking season probably (laughs) because she did not know what the fuck she was just coming at everybody and i loved it so then while the husbands are still on stage uh, 
we get Whitney's husband, you know, for a little, for a little two seconds. He's talking about how, yeah, like he's no longer a Mormon because 10 years ago he got the letter to leave and never come back. And Andy thought that it was because they got a, he got a divorce because of how Heather presents the fact that, oh yeah, the Mormon church, they turn their back on me because I'm divorced, blah, blah, blah. But Justin and Whitney are like, no, we left, they kicked us out because we're adulterers. Which <laughs> Yikes. I was like, bitch, like, Andy, you couldn't put two and two together. Yeah, bitch. Like, I even knew it was because eek. they were adulterers. I was like, bye. And then Lisa, of course, she's going to put her two cents in because she's still Mormon. And she's like, well, John was divorced before me. He was, he, I'm his second marriage. And then she's like, it's okay to get divorced in the Mormon religion. I have a lot of family who's divorced. And Heather, of course, she's like, I disagree, but that's my opinion. It's fine. And I was like, it's obviously not fine, bitch, because y'all are about to get into it again. Like, I can tell. And they're like, I'm sorry, but I just really need to know what the fuck is up. Like, why is she so... Like, you know I love Heather, and I'm warming up. This this third part did make me kind of warm up to Lisa, because I was like, Heather, like, you're really just coming at her. Like, she's not even speaking. Like, she, she wasn't even being defensive when she said, divorce is fine. Like, Lisa wasn't really, in my opinion, Lisa didn't seem like she was coming off as like defensive, but Heather, it's like her entire defense guard was up and she was just like, no, you're wrong. I'm right. And I was like, are we okay? Like, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I, I can't even see that's a trigger damn. I definitely <laughs> felt like they were both reaching like when Lisa was like, I mean, when they called it a cult, she obviously is going to defend her church. She's like, well, yeah. no, it's not a cult. I'm so it's part of it. <laughs> And then Heather was reaching when she's like, no, but Lisa, see, why don't you care about divorce when it comes to me? When it like, you, Thank you, you guys are both finding any excuse to yell at each other. And I'm all for petty drama, but this is just fucking annoying. Like you guys are both reaching at this point. Yes. Calm down. I was like, your complaints have nothing to do with the moment that's happening here. So can both of you just take a fucking backseat? Like, I get it. You both want to be the head honchos, the OGs that stay forever. But sweetie. We're still on season one. It's not going to matter right now. I'm like, okay? yeah, we're right now we're concerned about <laughs> Meredith and Mary. No one cares about you two. Gosh. So you basically um, got to the next point where, yeah, like they fought there about how divorce is fine. And then they fought again when the whole thing with Seth and Meredith comes up. And then I was like, Lisa, Heather, this has nothing to do with you. I don't know why you have to bring yourself up. I don't know why you have to insert yourself. It was a lot, like, it was a lot going on. And I feel like everyone was lost. Everyone was like, why the fuck are these two bitches fighting? But, but whatever, I guess, to each their own. And then um, they move on and it's like, like, I feel like they don't get any closure with one another. Like, it's weird. I was like, can you guys just like, chill the fuck out because you both need to just i don't know kiss and make up maybe maybe it's sexual tension no, just exactly <laughs> oh no but then we move on and we get um jen and heather which at this point the husband's are already gone like the husbands were they really fucking there like they were there for like five minutes it felt like like they didn't they were there for like five seconds um i mean i did gloss over it really quick but we did get um an update from whitney about her dad which I was surprised to hear that she says that he doesn't speak to her. Like, I don't think he's missing or anything. I think he made, like, I hate to say it, but I think something happened where he doesn't want to speak to her because he may have done something like 
himself so I feel bad because like obviously we saw everything that happened and we were all rooting for him but what did you think of that moment I was like I I definitely felt bad because obviously she was hurt I felt bad for him because like you said we don't know what he's up to maybe he like started doing things again but then I felt bad for uh not Meredith I felt bad for Whitney because it was like that's kind of I don't want to say it's a dick move because I don't know what the man is going through but I felt bad for her because I was like out of your three children she's the only one who really took you under her wings like she was clearly looking out for you supporting you and you're kind of just going to leave her Mm -hmm. in the dust I don't know hopefully we get an update early on in the next season because I'm curious to see what he's been up to in their relationship and where it stands exactly i mean whitney is one of our faves she became one of our faves so we're rooting for you whitney <laughs> if you're listening to this but then we move on to heather we move on to jen and heather and i mean we've been waiting for this moment or i've been waiting for this moment but then heather lets me down because she just forgives jen so obviously all season we saw that heather was a very good friend to jen and anytime anything happened instead of blowing up at somebody else the person at fault jen would blow up a heather she put hands on her she's made actual threats to people about drowning them in the lake and i don't know and so this is where we get into this whole thing about how jen believes that heather while yes jen did a lot of things she believes that heather was being very uh rude and prejudice towards her and making you know horrible remarks about her now I have a lot to say about this but I feel like Jen I've said this before Jen tries to equate her existence as if she is like being painted to be this villain as if she has not as if she has not shown us that this is who she is like exactly do you get me exactly i i i don't even know like i'm speechless right now like i have these notes but like i don't even know how to go about it because it's like what i was very confused i feel like just like with potomac this entire issue kind of the opposite like with Potomac like they should have touched on the colorism issue as opposed to here where the racism allegations are like like doesn't make sense in this situation I mean here do you get me the way yeah the way I see it is she's Jen is making the claim that she feels like they they treat her differently and they view her differently because she's a person of color. And by her getting the label aggressive, which she's aggressive, let's just put that out there. She feels like it's racist that you're not allowed to do that because yeah. it's dangerous. It's I'm not saying it's not dangerous for, for black people. I guess everyone's opinion is different, but I think it's dangerous to call. It just, it, it varies. And I guess mm-hmm. it just depends on how you view it. She's wrong. Like you're not going to, you're aggressive you're aggressive it just comes down to you're aggressive I don't know how to explain it like I don't know yeah I mean I hated that she even tried to bring Mary she's like Mary you know how I feel and I was just like what like why are you asking Mary like what like what is this what about me thing like I hate when people do that like oh you guys think Mary's struggling no I also struggle as 
as this person of color. And it's like, okay, thank you for that. But you guys can struggle at the same time. You guys can both yeah, struggle. Yeah, what is, what is it Your called? Your struggles are not more than hers. It's like a like, struggle Olympics. Like, we're not trying to see who's the biggest victim, who's been hurt the most. Exactly. I'm like, wh- what are you talking? Like, why are you bringing Mary into this? I'm like, Mary, I don't think any of them were very versed in what they should be talking. I was like, none of you have the place, not even Mary, to speak on this because a lot of you have a lot of you just don't have the privilege to speak on it okay thank you so I just felt like Jen tried to throw that out there so that she could seem like she's like I don't know the hero and I was just like no like Heather no like Heather you are not the bad guy in this situation don't try to make her think that you're the bad guy and a lot of you if you're listening like you guys should go listen to this account called at the Bravo breakdown and she she has this video where she talks about she broke down the entire moment and she explains it pretty well about how like Jen's obviously using this tactic so that she can seem like her actions were less than what they were like no you did push somebody you did like throw a glass you did threaten somebody like girl like none of that is less than because you're trying to make it seem less than and I love that all of this is happening And she's still yelling. I mean, Heather was like, you're being aggressive right now. And I was just like, Heather, you're really not helping your case. Just (laughs) sit back and shut the fuck up. But I was was very much like, this is so frustrating to see because it's obvious. This is why people don't take race seriously or issues of race seriously, because this is where we're getting diminished because This is where people are like, oh, there they go, pulling the race card. It's like, no, like, this is a serious issue. In this case, she's bringing it up. And now, of course, it's going to be an issue because people are like, oh, there she goes, bringing the race card. I love everybody, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, (laughs) the issues do not match. Please, everybody, don't not take this this issue seriously just because of this one moment, please. Let's just let's put it out there because she's obviously I'm just rambling but I'm just I'm so over it we see her go to I mean she goes off stage at that point when she's like crying she's in hysterics um people I'm I'm, I'm, I had to say it people were laughing at her people were like you know how she's crying now it she's like the baby where it's just trying to scream as loud as it can to get attention like her and she kept pushing it pushing it and pushing it being like they don't understand Mm -hmm. yeah they don't understand but at the same time, this is not what's happening. What you're saying is not happening right now. I think, again, like when she called Mary in and she said, no, Mary, like you and I go through this. Again, she was telling Sharif, this is what you were, like we have fought for for so many years. And I was like, we? Bitch, we? Like, do, yes, non-Black people of color have gone through a lot of things, have gone through a lot of racism, have gone through a lot of prejudice, and issues in this country and other countries. But none of us can compare to what Black people have suffered at the hands of racists, okay? So I was like, girl, we? We? Like, what? And then she proceeds to, I don't, like, again, my sister said that she obviously spoke to her team, specifically the people of color, and they gave her this, this escape, if you will. They gave her this green, they gave her this, this way of like 
the, to escape the situation like, like you should talk yeah. about this you need to talk about this and i think that's what she mm-hmm. did and it the whole situation just infuriated me it was not a good look she needs to do better it was a lot it was a lot i mean for a second i was like is this how we're gonna end because bitch if i have to deal with a walk-off Every time a housewife walks off, I just think of the OG special on Watch What Happens Live where Ramona Singer from New York asked Andy the question about ever since my first walk off on the first season reunion of New York, how do you feel about housewives walking off? And Andy even put it, he put it out there. He's like, I get fucking tired. He's like, honestly, the first few times it was fun. Like it was like, oh, dramatic. But he's like, now it's like, we're shooting for 16 hours. Like (laughs) I get so fucking annoyed when people walk off. And he's like, it just fucking bothers me. So I'm like, bitch, you're not doing yourselves any favor. You're not doing yourself any It just comes across as you running away from the situation. Exactly. I'm like, you really don't need to be walking off right now. Like you're acting as if you're the victim in the situation and you're not if the third see the third part was just not it i was like i'm not about this i think social media consensus was very much like jen this is not the time to pull this because girl you're diminishing everything else that people go through so i don't know what the fuck you're talking about and honestly i'm gonna take a step back obviously we're not black so we don't we can't speak to that issue but it's like i will speak as I can't, I don't even want to say person of color because am I, I never thought of that. Me like rambling right now, but okay. I'm going to speak as myself, um, as someone who is not white passing. Oh, let's put that. Let's put that. Let's say that. Someone who is not white passing. Jen, take several seats, please. Because right. This is not the time. Okay, girl. Hopefully you redeem yourself season two, <laughs> but that's it. That's all for Salt Lake city. That's all we have. That's how they ended with Jen ruining the fucking moment. <laughs> I mean, Heather gets her meatballs on a stick and they cheers and it ends with that. This is where also Heather and Lisa kept going. I love that Jen toasted and then uh, Lisa said a pun and then Heather had to say a pun. And I was like, neither one of you, no one asked for your guys' pun. So can you guys just shut the fuck up? <laughs> But that's where season one ends, and that's basically it. But um, I'm excited for season two. And in other housewife news, recently it was reported that, you know, some all-star show was in the works. I wouldn't say all-stars, but a group of housewives from separate cities. Are getting a spin-off. In, like, are getting like a spin-off, yes. Which um, me trying to take over. If we break it down, these are <laughs> some of the alleged housewives that are going to be on this. From my understanding, it's going to be like a little Ugh. trip vacation and they're going to be hanging out mm-hmm. on the beach, getting into wild shit. When you say all-star, I saw this tweet from this guy be like, I don't know who said it was an all-star. No one said it was an all-star season. You guys just took that word and ran with it, <laughs> which is true. But then he used the word fun and loving fan favorite to describe them. and as Tiffany Pollard once said, they, they were lied to because they're nothing of the sort. Um, <laughs> this is your alleged cast. We have from New Jersey, we have Teresa, we have Melissa from mm. Beverly Hills. We have Kyle and Lisa Vander. Uh, oopsie, wrong Lisa. <gasps> Lisa Rinna, I'm sorry. And then for Atlanta, <laughs> we have Cynthia Bailey and Kenya Moore. And from New York, we have Ramona and Sonia. 
And to me, I'm sorry, this is a snooze fest. The only person, unfortunately, I have to say it, that is probably going to bring anything is Kenya because she likes to play the villain and that's probably what she's going to do. What are your thoughts on this cast? I mean, I I would watch it just to hear Kenya tell Lisa Rinna to shut the fuck up. You know, like, <laughs> I would be living, I mean, I'm sorry. I've always said this. People who don't like Giselle or Kenya, but like Lisa Rinna, give off a really bad vibe. Cause you like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying, I mean, to, say I'm not trying to pull it. Say j- it, just say it. It comes across as racist because mm-hmm. the three of the women Jen. are basically the same. I can see what they were going for, the balance, because Teresa's the villain, Kenya's the villain, Rinna's the villain, Ramona's the villain. I can see the balance of it all. But no, I rather, I, I'm sorry. I don't need Kyle there to be like you guys keep the peace i don't need cynthia there to give us nothing i don't need <laughs> melissa there to be like i might be having a baby at 40 <laughs> and then she changes her mind like no either give me the the only one out of that balancing group that i actually like is sonia morgan okay because that bitch when she gets drunk that bitch gets turned okay and i love that okay so i'm okay with that group i'm okay with ramona and sonia I'm okay with anyone from New York, actually. New it's, Jersey, I feel like maybe swap out Melissa for Jennifer Aiden and we'll have some fun. <laughs> and then swap out Teresa for any of the other women. Um, No, so apparently this um, Housewife spinoff, yes, I said it. We hate Teresa in this house. Um, Apparently this spinoff is going to be filming for one week in April somewhere in Mexico. Um, As you guys probably are listening, noticing, yeah, Potomac ladies, they're not going to be in attendance because as we know, they are currently filming for season six. And because it is said that they're going to be still filming at the time, it overlaps and they're not having it, Um, which is which is sad because I would have taken a a Giselle and a Karen. I would have taken an Ashley and Candace. Like I would have taken any of the cast. Exactly. Potomac is that bitch will forever be that bitch. And they only keep getting better. So I'm excited. But um, as far as the spinoff, am I going to watch it? Probably. Am I going to ever rewatch it? Probably not. Um, I just it doesn't seem entertaining. I don't know. I just realized that how you said they have one villain and then one good guy from each uh, franchise. And I don't know if that's going to be a good cast. I I don't know. And then they have they have their good mix of OGs like Kyle, Teresa, Ramona. Then I just noticed, I noticed the pattern. Then you have the third season, the third season um, bitches, which is Cynthia, Melissa, and Sonia. Then you have the six season bitches, like the five, six season bitches, Lisa Rinna and Kenny. I was like, oh my God, am I the only one who's making this connection you right now? Probably because- were because I as soon as, soon as he started saying, I was like, wait, you're making sense. I didn't even notice that. I was like, wow. I mean, you know what I would live for? I know people probably think that's boring, but I would live for either an all OG one where it doesn't even have to be current OGs. It can be past OGs. Um, I would live for that. I would live for an all villain one. Like, I love chaos. I know people are like, no, you need the ones who balance them. No, bitch, give me the chaos. <laughs> give me the chaos. Give me the reads, okay? But I would also live instead for them of going to just for no reason to this house, make it a competition because that brings the bitches out. And I love that. So make it a competition. I even tweeted this. Have them vote each other off the fucking island. Survivor okay? style. Have it big brother. Yeah, survivor, big brother style. Have them compete in athletic competitions, bitch. Like, I need to see some wipeout shit happening. Like, that's what would make me love it. Because 
just the idea of them going on vacation together like what is the premise like what what is that yeah what's unique about this spinoff exactly from the show that they're already a part of nothing exactly so can you just make give their give them a purpose because bitch i would love to see like i'm telling you kenya over lisa rinna okay i know we just (laughs) talked a lot of fucking shit but i am waiting like i would love to see kenya tell lisa rinna to shut the fuck up because lisa rinna needs that i think lisa thinks that she can do a lot of things on beverly hills but get her with these potomac or atlanta bitches and she wouldn't be able to get her with these new york bitches and she wouldn't be able to it's funny that you say that because i use that same logic for jen we saw that she pulled the race card here exactly how about you go over to potomac atlanta Mm -hmm. you want to you want to say that it's race exactly all this nonsense you want to be aggressive and bitchy let's see how you can hang with the atlanta women because they will get you all the way together and they don't have time for your nonsense exactly i think a lot of these women think that they can run their own shit but no like kyle her good girl act would not pass (laughs) i feel like kenya would read her Kenny would be like oh you're nothing that you're you're um reflecting to be honey like i just i would love to see it and i just need it to happen maybe get give us a friend a friend of you know what would be um make this little spinoff 10 times better if they did like a surprise guest like what if phaedra you see phaedra coming from the distance walking onto the fucking beach or we see nini coming even though that's never gonna happen because she's not in good hands with bravo but um yeah i'm excited hopefully this i'm assuming it's gonna i don't know if it's gonna be like a multiple episode series or like just a one quick episode but um nonetheless hopefully it's good because i'll be tuning in same so yeah i think that wraps up this episode thank you guys so much (laughs) for tuning in make sure to follow the at no bs pod instagram follow daniela on instagram follow me on instagram send us ideas double mask wear a condom check your testes check your ovaries breasts for lumps all that good stuff and we'll see you guys in the next one bye bye (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.